0: Hi, Chris Vallotton here. Welcome to my podcast where I hope to inspire you to transform the world within you and transform the world around you. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Do you have a knowing that you carry answers to impossible questions and improbable challenges inside of you? The truth is, we have access to the fount of all wisdom through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the capacity for brilliance that is beyond human reason and transcends logic. The Solutionary Intensive is a 12 week course that will teach you a four-step process for gathering analyzing and implying intel received from the holy spirit to form practical solutions for leaders who have real challenges through coursework you will grow in confidence in your ability to hear the voice of god work with small teams to pursue the wisdom of god and unlock heaven solutions to serve society around you enrollment for the next cohort is now open and closes March 28th of 2023. You can learn more and register at www.thesqinstitute.com. Hi, I'm Chris and Welcome to Cultural Catalyst, where we teach you how to live fully alive, co-labor with God, and change the world. And today I have one of my most interesting guests, who's also a school ministry student. Got to get the plug in there. And this is Jessica Bond. Hey, like James Bond.
1: Yeah, that's the one. <laughs>
0: and Jessica Bond is also known as Salt and Gold Collection on social media. Sorry, I had to read that to make sure I get it right. It's and you began doing artwork on, on the foot, wash, foot washing series. Yeah. And by the way, I got on it last night. Never heard of it till then. Got on it last night. And that, that just, it's amazing. So tell us a little about your story before we talk about the foot washing part. You're a Catholic.
1: I, I am.
0: And you're in school ministry?
1: Yep, I and, am. And
0: the nuns sent you here?
1: That's correct. Okay, yep. so
0: that that's a good opening yep, statement. Yep. Tell, <laughs> us about, tell us about your life.
1: Yeah, so I met Jesus when I was 11. I'd never heard his name before. I had no idea who he was. My friend took me into a, it was a Baptist church actually, back in New Zealand. And uh, I just had this encounter. I started singing and I just felt... Now I have the language for it, but an 11-year-old Jess who's never heard of God before, I did not have the language for it.
0: you, you, you never heard of God before?
1: No, nope, I didn't know who God Your was. Your parents didn't know God. No, so I grew up in a agnostic slash, slash atheist family, Really? Oh, yeah, and so I tell just me that part. had this encounter with the Lord during crazy. the opening worship, and then got taken out to Sunday school, and they told us about Jesus, and said... You know, he loves you, he died for you, he can comfort you and be with you. Does anyone want to give their life to Jesus? And I said, well, if that's the name of what I just experienced, then, yeah, that's real. And so it was so simple. Um, And from that point on, I've just always known Jesus, loved Jesus. Um, Simple
0: but profound.
1: Yeah, but I'm so grateful. Like, I I don't know if I would have had the same grace of faith if I'd met him as an adult. Like, I think he really used my childlike yeah, oh, I, I, I felt something, I, I know that he's real, so yeah, I can give my life to him, you know? And uh, then I um, kind of progressed in my faith, but I was probably more of a Sunday Christian. Yeah. I, like, I knew Jesus and I loved him, but I didn't realize that he wanted to be a part of my life, like, every day, all day, every day. Um and
0: Were you still going to the Baptist Church after that, or was yeah, it kind of a so one-hit wonder kind of thing?
1: No, we went there for a few years. few it. years And I really honor that church, and yeah. I'm grateful. And especially to my friend for you know my 11 year old friend who obviously has this call of evangelism in her life <laughs> and was like, my friend, I see you're going through a hard time. She needs Jesus. Just come to church with me. And you know, I'm so grateful to her for that. Wow. Kids can evangelize. That's something absolutely. But um, and women. And Come on, let's get the plug. In. Yep, that's let's get true. the plug in right so now.
0: Women can yep. evangelize and teach and preach the word. For sure, there it is. For sure, you were led yep. to the Lord by a woman.
1: Yeah. So then we went um, to, and in that time, um, my mom and my sisters we all met Jesus as well, which was a real gift. And so we, as a family, would um, go to church together. Um, your dad? How about your dad? My dad is on a journey.
0: Your dad's on a journey. My dad's Got it. on a okay. journey. Got it.
1: And uh, when I was about 19, uh, I became a Catholic. Most of my family started going to a Catholic church. My mum had been raised Catholic as a kid. Okay. And so there was something in her that once she kind of met Jesus again and gave her life to him, I guess, was stirring. And so... Um, we, as a family, started going to a Catholic church, but i got to tell you, it was the most boring thing in my life. I walked in and was like, you've got to be joking. You want to go to this church? Like, why is the man wearing a dress? Why is there bells? Like, we're standing, sitting, standing, sitting, needing. Like, I just, I had no context for what was going on. And so um, I went to a young adult retreat, and it was really the, the intent of the retreat was 10 days to experience um, all kinds of different ways that God can move. And so we had teachings, and that's when I kind of learned about theology and the Bible, and I was like, whoa, this makes so much sense to me. We had kind of traditional prayer and mass, um, and then we also had praise and worship, and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit at this time. In the Catholic Church. Yes, Yep. And it was incredible. And I remember just having this experience and being like, whoa. Like, it was just almost the same as when I was 11. Like, I was having an experience that I didn't have words for, but I knew was real. Wow. And so it was like, encounter first, explanation after. That's yeah. really how I've gone in my life over yeah. and over, I think. Yeah. Um, so that was the start of being Catholic. and um. I just love it. And so when I was 25, I moved from New Zealand to Australia to live with a bunch of nuns, wild, wild, charismatic Catholic nuns in rural Australia for a year. So we it, got in a van, we traveled around Australia. Oh, oh,
0: oh wait. Yep. The nuns, did <laughs> yeah. they live like in a in a commune or in a monastery?
1: They live in community together. In a community, okay. So they um they have different houses, it's it's a house. So they have different houses around Australia. Um, they have sisters, so nuns, they have brothers, and then also priests. And so they're across primarily Australia and Asia. Wow. And yeah, and I just, I love them. And life with them was, it was one of the best years of my life. And so I got the privilege of, um, one of their focuses is, um, I guess, Gen Z meeting Jesus. And so they we, we got an event together, a bunch of nuns, a bunch of brothers, a couple of priests, and a couple of trained youth ministers, and we just travelled Australia to places where the youth don't really get reached to a lot and spread the gospel and set up youth ministries that would be sustainable after we left. And at the same time, I was discerning religious life with them, like, oh, is the Lord calling me and to w- this way of life?
0: And were they speaking uh, about the blood of jesus the sacrifice of jesus on the cross
1: oh yeah the
0: born again experience
1: everything the father oh. son holy spirit all of it oh, oh. the whole oh, there is no
0: i just no want to know from our audience jesus. our audience would yeah, be like oh, are, what are they you know what are they preaching you know are they, yeah, preaching yeah. Mary, or are they preaching saint christopher yeah
1: i like to say i i haven't um worshipped mary as my savior for at least 48 hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a joke it's a joke please yes. everyone listening it's a joke um no, it's Jesus. Yeah. There's only Jesus, yeah. um, and there's a lot of other um, people we honor, but Jesus is it. It's there's no Well wow. There's no Christianity. There's I, no. I met. Without I Jesus.
0: met. Your, you know. You said. You said Pope Francis is my pastor. Yep. And I met Pope Francis. Oh gosh, it's probably six years ago, and uh, he invited forty charismatics to come and yeah. speak to him, and it was the only meeting. The Archbishop said this is the first and only meeting. That the, that, the, that the Pope has not had security. He refused to allow security to come in. Wow. And he opened up the meeting by talking about the fact that, uh, he, through a translator, he, he doesn't speak English very well, and he talked about how he got baptized in the Holy Spirit, yeah. but he didn't know it. <laughs> and he was praying in his prayer closet. He starts, and So it went on for like two months where he was wow. praying in his prayer closet and didn't know what it was because he got this other language. Yeah. And so he called us, he said, I called my Pentecostal friend, and my Mm -hmm. Pentecostal friend said, You got baptized in the Holy Spirit? So we all laughed together, and it was really, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. He was, he was great to us.
1: I, I really love him. I've only really known, been aware of him as Pope since I've been Catholic, because I kind of moved into Catholic Church being my home when I was a bit older. And so he's really been the only Pope around while I've been aware of it. But, um, He's asked every single Catholic to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's not he has optional. He's said that he wants, he wants every single, and he's making um, a way for that to happen. But the church is so large; it's the biggest church on the planet. It's, it's millions of people, and so that takes time. But I really believe in that, and it's really something powerful. that I think is so important. That he also said, um, it's just profound. He said, like I'm paraphrasing him. Yeah. Like, get it together, get over yourselves. He's talking to Catholics mostly, I think. Stop trying to divide. We have to pray and worship together as a body of Christ across all denominations. Yeah, he's
0: really for unity. Because
1: when someone is martyred, this is heavy, but it really blew my mind. When someone is martyred, the person who is killing them because of their faith, isn't stopping to ask, are you a Methodist? Are you a Baptist? Are you a Catholic? They just know you're a Christian. You carry the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the same blood of Jesus, the same Holy Spirit. So I just, anyway, that's something that's so on my heart is wow. that same, oh, it's the same Jesus, it's the same Holy Spirit. And so that's why I'm here in this beautiful tension in your ministry school, one of the, if I'm honest, the most controversial Protestant non-denominational schools on the planet, at the same time as being probably the one one of the most faithful Catholics you'll ever meet, is this tension because I believe in. There's only one person who wins when we are disunified as a body, and it's not Jesus.
0: Exactly. Um, wow, that yeah. is profound.
1: Yeah, so um,
0: Jessica hung out okay. with the
1: nuns. Yeah, and hung then, out with the nuns, and then at the end of the year, um, after saving one from a crocodile, that's another story. But I did save her. from You being saved the nun by a nun from
0: a crocodile. Yeah, it Australia. was the
1: most stressful moment of my life. But can Just you saying, give
0: the one minute version you, of that?
1: Yeah. We were in the middle of nowhere on this tropical island and um, there were crocodiles everywhere. And the locals said, do not go near the water. The crocodiles will come out and they'll eat you. They take dogs off the beach all the time. So then my nun friend who loves fishing says, oh, I've just got my line tangled in in the trees and the thing. Can you just watch out for crocs while I go into the water? And I thought sister's going to die and it's going to be my fault and there's no one around to help and I can't do her last rites. And, you know, anyway, she didn't die and it was all fine. But that was definitely a marking moment of my year. Did the
0: crocodile come after her?
1: No, we were all fine.
0: Oh, Holy (laughs) ghost.
1: Oh, my gosh. Australia, it's wild. I know. Yeah. It
0: is. Yeah. It's actually has the most poisonous snakes in the world in Australia. Is You know that?
1: Yeah, I came from New Zealand. There's nothing in New Zealand. There's a whole lot of sheep. And more sheep, a whole lot and of and that's it. We've got nothing. You move to Australia, and everything wants to kill you. Whether it's in, the, it's in the water, it's on the land, anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Most Don't dangerous know what the
1: place.
0: Lord was thinking. Holy <laughs> ghost. So okay, so we're gonna just shift just a little bit. Yeah. So the power of art on social media transform and change the hearts of people is kind mm-hmm. of where we're heading, and you have the salt and gold collection, which I didn't know about till last night. I started. I think I opened with this. Yeah. And so. Tell us what it is you're doing, and tell us how you're doing it, and remind us that you can't actually draw.
1: <laughs> For sure, um, I started salt and gold two years ago. So I did my first year at this ministry school in 2019-20. That's the year that COVID yeah, hit. Yeah, COVID. Um, and so I got
0: you had to go home.
1: Flown out to Australia very quickly, <laughs> um, and sitting in my two-week quarantine, um, I was just processing a heck of a lot, and had this idea. And so I just started Salt and Gold um, as kind of just an online ministry. And uh, a couple of years later, had this idea for a picture in my brain. And I can't, I'm not trained to draw. (laughs) And um, it's, the way I describe it is, have you ever heard of someone who, um, can't speak a language and then suddenly the Holy Spirit knows they need to speak a language and so they just wake up and they can just speak a new language. I feel like that's what happened with me. Um, I I have some limited artistic ability. I'd call myself a creative person but, for example, I'd never tried to do digital artwork which is all that I do and... I just, one day I just did it. I just sat down and drew a picture. There you go. And so the Lord gave me this picture um, of Jesus washing the feet first of um, a bride. And that was around Valentine's Day. And that was really, everything I draw, I think, really stems from, um, I need to see it, honestly. And I am a single woman currently and I just thought heck I'm not going into do you
0: want to stay single because you're going to be a nun
1: no no that's not the Lord's plan for my life I I love nuns, and part of me still wishes that it is, but, but it's not. you're not going to be a nun. I'm not going to be a nun.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's just stop for just a second and say, available. <laughs> Jessica available. <laughs> Blonde is available. Okay, let's move on. You know yes. me. Yep. I like. I, you, I love to get people Yeah, married.
1: Yep, thank you. Okay. I'll you I to I gave my you reading. the plug. Yep, yes. yep.
0: Got to name your first child, Chris. Keep going.
1: Okay, done. Um, and so... I didn't want to go into this Valentine's Day feeling sorry for myself. I was, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not a victim here. And so I drew this picture and and thought, what would it look like um, to see tangibly as an example, what does it look like to be the beloved of Jesus? And got this picture of Jesus washing the feet of a bride. And so I just drew it and I thought maybe someone else needs to see this, Um, shared it and, Gosh, it just... Share
0: it on social media.
1: Mm-hmm, That's right. And I had no idea that so many people would resonate with it. And a few days later, I'm standing in my kitchen sink in Australia, just, I don't know, burning my dinner probably, and got this flick through in my mind of Jesus washing the feet of so many different people, all different people, like faster than I could ever imagine, hundreds and hundreds of, of people. And I thought, oof, that... That you know when it's something just feels, yeah. you're like, "Oh Lord, I feel, I feel you." And I, my first thought was, <laughs> "Oh, that's going to be very controversial." Uh, and so the next because one, of
0: some of the people he was washing. Yeah. God. It, yeah,
1: oof. for sure. <laughs> so the next one I did, you know, this is in the the heart of the pandemic, and yeah. um, there was a lot of tension between everyone when it comes to how we thought that we should walk through the pandemic. Oh
0: yeah, you and,
1: think? Yeah. Just a little. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so yeah most people
0: uh, agreed. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> oh,
1: it was a spicy time. It was terrible. Yeah, and so I drew, um, I thought, well, I'll, be, I'll just dive in head first here. Picked out um, to draw someone who was pro-vaccination, someone who was anti-vaccination, and at the time I'd also seen the clashes going on in Canada with um, civilians and protesters, and the police, and so I also drew a police officer, and so, but I said, "Lord, these, these things are all held in tension." Yeah, and so I released <coughs> them together as a set, and yep, it was it was controversial. <laughs> people had a whole range of ideas and opinions on what I'd shared, and
0: when you started, how many people were on your social media pages? Were, are you all on about Instagram?
1: Primarily Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, when I started, I was sitting around maybe five thousand people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened to your? Fa- did you get? More? I,
1: I shot up to a hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This is, this is the Lord. Like really quickly. On it. I didn't do anything different. I didn't <coughs> up improve my art skills. Nothing. Um, this just the Lord just breathed on it and. So from there I just started each day drawing a new person sitting on that seat and um, some of it I think was easy for people to resonate with and some of it was incredibly challenging. And I, I think there's an, an importance as well of, um, like many things, holding intention tension um, two different people in the same image in a way. Um, like, for example, the pro-vax, anti-vax, those are held yeah. in tension. It's the same Jesus washing the feet of people who you would normally think Jesus would have to pick one.
0: Oof. So, woo.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oof. Yeah. And people are like, no, if they're anti-vaxxer, they're like, no, Jesus is anti-vaxxer. Jesus is a Democrat, or Jesus is a Republican. Correct,
1: yep, right? I did, I'm not American, I love being in America, but um, I did draw Trump and Biden, mm-hmm. and yeah, another example. <laughs> There's some very Got
0: some really very good uncomfortable feedback.
1: people. Yeah, yeah, people just loved it. Um. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, what, what do you, I mean, okay, so let's get real. That, yeah. What do you do with people that are nasty to you? Like, do you just, let, do you, do you, do you ban them? Can you look me in the eyes and tell me.
1: Yeah, oh, I'll be honest. I um I have no problem utilizing the block button.
0: Got. It. I um, do too.
1: Yeah, I learned that from you. Honestly. It's it's like you say, this is a social media this page is is my house. You don't come yeah. into my house and insult all my guests. You don't that's I wouldn't let you do that. Come rely. on, we I gotta know. do it again. <laughs>
0: I think that's a quote of mine. It is. I learned
1: this from you, Chris. And um, so that's what's worked for me. I don't mind people disagreeing. Oh, no, yeah, I'm good. We all disagree. Yeah. But you need to do that in a way that is respecting and loving and recognizing, like, especially the pictures that I'm drawing, a lot of them, all of them represent real people, real stories who are seeing these. And then when you get people coming in who are saying, oh, you used to be a prostitute. Jesus doesn't love you, and then someone who's worked hard to leave that behind, get through that shame, sees that comment. No, I'm not going to let you (laughs) say that about somebody else. So for the most part, I stay out of the comments. Um,
0: Worse than a prostitute on social media. I mean, have them wash the feet of a wealthy person.
1: Put Bill Gates in that chair or Elon Musk. Yep. I
0: I know. I just make any nice comments about anybody wealthy, and it's like, you. Right? Correct. Yeah?
1: Yeah. So yeah I I The lepers I, I of our twenty first century You come in with respect, you can stay, you don't this is not the right community for you, and you can walk yourself out of the door
0: and we'll help you <laughs> we'll help you Wow, well, yeah. so oh, wow, man, so many questions. so you still don't consider yourself an artist, you told me
1: No, I don't, um it's not what I write on my visas or anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you write on your visas?
1: I write on my visa. I probably lean more towards missionary. is probably the most accurate, or, or business owner. Maybe <laughs> I'm still figuring that out.
0: <laughs> where are you going from, from? Where are you going from here?
1: Oh gosh. Well, we're coming up to graduation for second year, and I've opened up my application for third year, and that's about as far as I can see. I. That's why I think I would. Call you don't myself have five like a five-year goal. No, I say, Lord Jesus, open the door. So right now, I can see as far as the end of third year, and then I'm going to say again, Lord Jesus, open the door, because I don't really care what I do or where Oof. I go, as long as it's Jesus. Yeah, I know that's it's scary to say, but that's true.
0: So your like your idea. Wow, this is uh, gosh, this is almost anti-American. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Well, I—I me. I mean, me. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but yeah. it's like most people are like, "What's your five-year goal?" And you're like, yeah. my five-year goal. My goal isn't where I'm going, but who I'm with." Mm. Right? Isn't that? Did you? I mean, that's your words, right?
1: Yeah, I want to. I want to do what Jesus does, and I <coughs> see in my life little puzzle pieces, but I couldn't look your an eye and say, "Oh, the Lord has told me I'm going to." I don't know. Be a pastor or or be an artist I don't know I can see these puzzle pieces where it's like wow I burned for the Catholic Church or wow the Lord is breathing on this social media page but how do they connect I do not have a clue yet
0: and how do you make a living
1: through the Instagram page that's how you make a living Yeah, through the support of people who resonate with the artwork that
0: is amazing
1: yeah and I'm very grateful for it very grateful that's how I'm here as an international student
0: What's the most powerful encounter you've had in the last five years? Oh
1: my gosh, how do you Well, think
0: you I? know, one of the worst things you've been through, because we talked earlier, is you've been through the Christchurch the earthquake Earthquake and almost died in it, right? Yeah. Very, very I, I didn't
1: almost die. I should have died.
0: <coughs> you should have died because I of how, have died. how many people died in that earthquake? Tons, uh, right?
1: 185, and most of those were in the buildings around me. Um,
0: Devastated Christchurch. Yeah. And then it, they had another earthquake. Like, it was nine months later or something like that? We Yeah, shortly out.
1: after. So they had the two, one yeah. in September, and then the devastating one in February. Yeah. Um, and just really briefly, I mean, everyone at some point in their life has to ask the question, God, are you actually good? Because we're all going to see things that either hurt us or hurt other people. And so for me, that was that moment of like, wow, Lord, like, I... I just saw things that are going to stay with me for life and probably not for the best reasons. And we did you make the earthquake happen or were you the, you the comforter with me? Because you couldn't have been both. Um, so that was my wrestle and that was when I decided, all right, Lord, you're good and I'm, I'm going to trust that no matter what happens in my life.
0: You opened your Bible there. Did you want to share something out of that? Oh. Or did you just <laughs> always this, bring it yeah, with you? Yeah,
1: um, <coughs> both. <laughs> um I had this here because when a lot of people um, struggle with the foot washing series um, in the tension of, I guess, come as you are, but what if you don't change? Um, and. Whenever I start to wonder, Lord, am I representing you wrongly Um, by drawing all of these people and you washing their feet, I just turn back to John 13, where you wash the feet of two people, knowing that those two people were going to betray you, and one of them had already decided and already sold you out, and you still, while he was choosing sin, choosing to remove himself from you, you still knelt and washed his feet and that for me is enough to think everybody (laughs) jesus would do that for anyone that he didn't just wash the feet of the the clean disciples do you know what i mean the the sinless disciples i think sometimes we think oh they were already clean (laughs) being with jesus they were already sinless so powerful but all, all of those men, I'm sure. And I don't know if Jesus yeah. washed the feet of the women who were there or not, but... Um,
0: Definitely had women yeah. who washed his feet.
1: Yeah,
0: he uh, did. And criticized for one of them, at least one of them, I think on two occasions, if I remember correctly, that they were prostitutes who washed his feet. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also foot washing isn't saying... Uh, they were all saved and went to heaven. Mm. In my in my opinion, it's saying that Jesus is willing to clean the places where you've walked. Wow. I'm I'm here to cleanse you from the places you've walked. Wow. You have to decide if you're gonna walk back there again, right? Yep. You have to decide like after <laughs> yep. I get you all cleaned up, are you gonna go back to the pig farm? Okay, well Yeah. Yep. I'll be here to wash them again. Yeah. Well
1: wow. yeah I think there's a um an invitation to the church to rethink who we invite into church community because I think um, we are only comfortable sometimes with inviting people in who are already look like Christians, but for someone to look like Jesus, they have to meet him first and go through transformation. And um, that's something that I've just been thinking about recently is <laughs> that people aren't, people who don't know Jesus yet aren't going to look like Jesus yet. So maybe we what need a to right? stop preventing people from coming into the church.
0: Yeah. yeah. Such attention, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because on one side, you want to make sure that you preach the truth so that people yep. actually know. Yep. Um, you know, you know, Jesus did it often. He's like, "Hey, if your eye makes you stumble, gouge it out. If your mm-hmm. hand makes you stumble, cut it off." So yep. he didn't have any problem saying, "Yeah, you want to follow me? There's a cost involved, right? Yeah." But then on the other side, he's, you know, he's, he's uh, forgiving prostitutes mm-hmm. and and adulterers mm-hmm. and sinners and mm-hmm. eating with people who are. You know, rightfully outcasts in a, yeah. in a way, right? Yeah. And so it's the tension that we live in that love has lots of faces, and it's not always s- simple to know exactly how how to how what's the best way to respond, right? No, this It's person. not,
1: and I think a lot of people because I often <coughs> draw images that are held in tension.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. um, There you go. When I I I try to keep my own opinion out of it. Not because I don't have one. (laughs) I certainly do on pretty much everything. But um, firstly, I want the Lord to speak to the person who's seeing it because he's going to say something different, I think, and offend in the best way people in different ways. But it's not that I don't (coughs) hold an opinion. um, For sure I, I do, but it's not about... At the end of the day, what I guess I'm trying to communicate is it's not about who's sitting on the seat. It's about who's washing the feet. It's all about Jesus and his power, not about my life or my sin or my not sin or anything. So I think that's what I'd love for people to take away when they look at it is to, yeah, some of the people could seem controversial or even out of context, it could look anti-gospel. Yeah. But is that because you're looking at the person on the seat, or are you looking at Jesus in all of his power, and the power of his blood to forgive?
0: Yeah, So powerful. Okay, I want you to finish with by praying for people that are going to watch this, because you're going to attract a certain kind of people that are going to watch this, right? Because you're followers. Mm. And you know them getting an an opportunity to watch a half hour interview with and where you share your heart and your your journey i think is going to actually connect people with you mm. so why don't you just take a minute and just pray for people that will watch this
1: yeah of course <clears throat> jesus i thank you that you can speak in any way that you want, including through social media. Mm -hmm. And I thank you, Jesus, for every person who um, you're going to put these images in their path because there's something that you want to say.
0: Yes, Lord.
1: And we pray that all of us, Jesus, would focus on you most of all, that we would learn about you, that we would know you more. Um, Help us to just look more and more like Mm -hmm. you every single day. Thank you. Lord. We love you, Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen. Salt and gold collection. You That's can go on Instagram and go to Salt and Gold Collection. I went last night, I found it pretty easily. Uh, and you can connect with Jessica there. Jessica, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Probably for one of the most uh, in you know, beautiful and wonderful interviews I've done ever. God bless you. You're beautiful. And Jessica is single, by the way. (laughs) Want to look at the camera here? (laughs) And available. She's not going to become a nun. So Uh, salt and gold, you can reach out there (laughs) and um, she'll wash your feet uh, or at least draw a picture of it. God bless you, Jessica. Thank you. God bless you. Hope you have a great time. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. To stay connected, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, at chrisbelleton.com forward slash subscribe. God bless you.